Deal with it. We're all screwed up. Find out how to be happy no matter what is going on. Here's Tracy Crossley. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share some comments from some of Tracy's clients that have worked with her in both group coaching situations and one-on-one coaching. And to reach out to Tracy for a discovery session, please email her at happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. The real story is that Tracy saved my butt. It's been an amazing opportunity for me. So I feel like if I can make growth from it, I know anyone can. It's the best investment I've ever made in myself. It way beats a Greek holiday, and I love my Greek holidays. Thank you so much for um, uh, all the work in the session and the Marco Polo to help me. So, Tracy, you're awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's just been, it's just been amazing. And I just, if anyone's even thinking about it, do it. Even if you're just thinking about it, just do it. Just go there. You know, just, just do it for yourself. You know. Welcome to this special edition where Tracy answers your burning questions. Alrighty, I think I am live. Hi, it's Tracy Crossley and I am sitting on my living room couch today rather than in uh, the other room because it was more comfortable and there's a fireplace and it's April, right? We all need a fireplace in April, at least this April we do. So I am happy to be here once again talking about emotional baggage. Woo! Right? Emotional baggage, where we get to stop beating other people up with it. So that means we're going to stop unleashing it and we're going to start releasing it. Why? Because we're going to be happier that way. All of our emotional baggage pretty much dictates what we do every moment of every day. We tend to think from places in the past. We tend to gather whatever our actions, or I should say reactions, are at any given moment because that is what we're always coming from. We're never coming from the present. We're always coming from the past until we have awareness that we are doing that. And so hopefully through answering the questions that I do on this show, I'm able to help you to see where you don't have the self-awareness, where you still blame other people, where you think that the world is against you in any way, shape, or form. At any point in time, most people will tell me, hey, Tracy, I don't believe that. I don't ever say, oh, the universe hates me or God's trying to do this or that to me. And then in the next sentence, they're saying something that pretty much supports they say that all the time. So, or or they'll talk about other people and put them in that category too. So anyways, um, I'm just waiting for people to join and uh, then I will start answering questions and uh, try to be as quick as possible. So if you do have questions, you can post them here. And if I do not get to them today, I will get to them next week. And if there is a ton of them, it may take me two weeks. But I really do want to see questions because I really want to be able to answer whatever the burning issue is that you're having around your own emotional baggage. Okay? So let me go over here to my little notes. All righty. So... Let's see, I have four questions, and I never look at these ahead of time. I just basically wing it because it's easier for me to do that. And as you guys can see, or if you listen to my podcast, 
I can talk for quite a long time on these topics, so not a problem. It's like an encyclopedia in here. You can't see me point all the way down, but all the way down, okay? All right, so from last week's live video, I'm in a place where I can't even tell if I actually like the person. So I go back and forth between I don't want to be with him at all because I don't like him and believing those are just my patterns doing a really good job of making sure I don't like him, okay? When I turn inward, I feel at peace and calm and loving of myself, knowing I need the time to be alone and heal. I suppose my question is, how do you know when you truly don't like a person or if it's just an old pattern doing its job? Well, that is a loaded question because there's, there's a couple different things there. First of all, I know if I like someone because I feel a connection, okay? I don't usually pull apart a bunch of characteristics and go, oh, you know what? This person is really nice. This person's really funny. This person, uh, I don't know, likes to mountain climb, whatever it happens to be. I mean, those are obviously characteristics they have. But for me, it's more of where am I connecting with someone? Am I connecting just up here, you know, where it's sort of surface and we're having conversations that are at a surface level? Or do I feel anything in my heart? Do I feel a connection there? And, and even in fun, and in any way, shape, or form, if it comes from my heart, I can feel it. It feels warm. It feels like it's very expansive. It doesn't feel like I'm constantly going, well, I got a list right here, and I'm going to keep track of all the things I don't like. So the other part of that is oftentimes when we say we don't like somebody, what we're doing is we're reflecting how we feel about ourselves. So I know if I'm not feeling great about me, that it can completely color how I am looking at people. That's when I'm not focused on the connection because I'm disconnected to myself, and I'm more about, well, what is it with that person? What's, what's their deal? And I really don't do that anymore because I can see it and I can go, wow, Tracy, you know what? Your gas tank is feeling a little low. Why are you either avoiding your own feelings or why are you not paying any attention to being connected to yourself and valuing yourself? Are you making choices against yourself? Those are the kind of things that I look at because I know if I have a full tank that I feel connected. And if it's a pattern like in this person's question right here, um, you know, where is this a pattern that's making me feel like I don't like him? Well, that could be a belief. It could be a belief about this person. Well, it's a belief about you, and it's saying, I'm not good enough. And so this person is reflecting that back to you, okay? So if I'm not good enough, I'm not going to attract anybody that I ever think is good enough either. Or I'm going to attract people and think, oh, they're too good for me. And then if I think they're too good for me, I'm going to do one or two things. I'm not going to be with them because that's not a connection and I'm constantly interfering with that connection or I'm going to do things to try and bring them down to my level. Now, this is all in your head, of course. So, so it's kind of a complicated question in that way. So I hope I'm kind of touching on each part of it as to whether you like this person or not. Okay? All right. So let me just check over here. Hey, guys. I'm glad you guys joined today. Thank you for joining. And I'm going to go ahead and get to the second question. So the second question is an email I got about fear. 
I notice the more I fear losing something, the more likely I am to lose it. How do I stop this cycle and stop making decisions from fear? Ha <laughs> ha That's a good question because, oh, I don't know. There are a lot of people that make choices from fear. Uh, we can look around in society. There's plenty on the news. Pretty much all of it's fear-based. Really, a bunch of crappy decisions. So how do you stop doing that? Well, first of all, you have to stop trying to run from your fear. You have to stop trying to avoid it or overcompensate or do things that you think are going to take that fear away. Instead of just recognizing that it's a pretty human instinct to feel fear when our lives are threatened. And of course, because we're not walking around every day, for most of us at least, feeling like our lives are threatened. It's a different story when you do. But when you don't, there is still fear and, and it becomes an emotional thing because to actually impact your subconscious, you have to have an emotional event that created fear for you, okay? Like as a kid, something happened and you developed fear about something and therefore you developed a belief about the world and that's kind of how you've gone along in doing things. And then you've made choices from this negative belief that you developed from some fearful event and that's what you continue to do. So the first thing you have to do is have self-awareness. Where is my choice coming from? Is my choice coming because I'm afraid of what could happen? Am I afraid of what is happening? Am I afraid because something happened in the past? You have to know what it is that is driving the fear. And then you wanna look at your choices. You wanna take the choice, of course, that is about courage. So courage meaning emotional courage. So a lot of us don't even know what that is. Well, think about getting vulnerable. Think about when you're wanting to, let's say, run from a conversation with somebody, and not because they're being mean to you, but because it's say, you know, they're saying things, and either you're gonna have to take responsibility for your actions, or you're gonna run. And you might run all the time. You may not be able to stick around when somebody starts talking about something that perhaps is an issue between the two of you, and let's say they're taking responsibility and you're freaking out because you feel like, oh my God, if I take responsibility, then I'm gonna experience some loss of some sort. And so then you wanna run. Well, the courage would be to stay and to take responsibility. Hard to do, should feel uncomfortable, should feel like what you don't normally do. And when you do it, you're starting to break a pattern. That's how you know. You don't break patterns by jumping up and down and going, woohoo, life is great. You break patterns by getting uncomfortable, okay? All right, so I'm gonna check back one more time. Hey there, I'm so glad you guys are joining. Alrighty, so let me get to question number three. This is from Facebook Messenger, which I don't have on my phone, thank God. Uh, <laughs> I figure Facebook has enough of my information, I just never was big on them having all of my information. So anyways, this is, I wake up each morning wishing I were somewhere else. Everything in my life is crap. Wow. And I don't know how to fix it. I have felt that way before. If I try to stay positive and believe there's something more out there for me, but nothing ever changes, how can I possibly sit with those horrible feelings while still being positive and hopeful? <laughs> I laugh because we live in this society that's all about this like fake positive bullshit. Yeah. So I can't do fake positive. I really fail at doing it and nor do I want to do it because 
it doesn't feel good. See, there's a difference. It's not that it's uncomfortable. It just feels fake. It feels heavy. It feels like I am trying to be somewhere else rather than just in being here. So wishing you were somewhere else, you have to look at what kind of fantasy you have behind that. Like what is the golden road you're going to go down to get to this somewhere else? Because you have to look at the fact that you're still going to be you going to wherever that somewhere else is. And because you can't get there, that's really about how, number one, you're not accepting where you are and wishing you were somewhere else. You have to look at that's a fantasy. So that's number two. There's a fantasy there that all of a sudden everything's going to be hunky-dory when I get to wherever else it is I should be. Not true. You're still going to be you. So you really want to, with those two things, look at, hey, what is it I'm avoiding in myself? What choices am I not making? Referring back to the second question that I just answered about making fear-based choices. If you don't like where you are, I guarantee you, you're making a lot of fear-based choices. You are making choices because you're afraid of losing something or someone. You're afraid that people won't see you in a certain way because you feel that's the only way they're going to like you or love you. And it's a bunch of crap. The more you you are, the more lovable you are, at least to you. And that's the person you're with 24-7. So then you may end up with different people in your life. Who knows? The point is, there is no loss, as long as you're alive, that you're going to suffer by being authentically who you are. And that is where things change, because then you're going into the unknown. So it's always about going to the unknown. Look at how tightly you hold on to your shitty shit. As long as you hold on tightly to it, you're not going to change anything. So if you don't like where you are, you got to accept what you're doing to stay there. You've got to look at how you have an illusion that somewhere else is better, and you better start not avoiding yourself anymore. You better connect to yourself if you want to have a change happen. Okay? So that is it with that one. And then I have one more. And uh, hey there, everybody that's joined. Thank you for joining. All right, I'm going to read this last one to you, and that is another one from Facebook Messenger. And please... If you have questions, you can leave them on this post. I will get to them next week. I totally love the interaction, and I want to be able to help. So feel free, okay? All right, so this one is, how can I feel my feelings and take care of myself instead of spending my energy spinning around with these different strategies? I feel like I just can't be still. Okay, I'm just rereading this again because it's a little... Uh, so you can feel your feelings and still take care of yourself because the truth is if you start feeling your feelings, which is not just your anger or your blame or all that other BS, okay? It's about knowing what's going on at a deeper level. It's about knowing what actually motivates you to get out of bed every day. It's on a deeper level. It's you know, knowing the motivation behind all of your actions. You want to know what it is. So you've got to feel your feelings to get there. Okay, so there's nothing to be lost with that. It is scary. Most people want to do anything to avoid their feelings because they figure it's like dynamite, and it really isn't. You have to remember, a lot of people who have shut down feeling their feelings, it started in childhood when feelings were just so big, and here you are, this little kid, and you couldn't handle those big feelings, but now you're an adult. You can handle those big feelings. I guarantee those feelings you avoid aren't going to feel as bad 
as the anxiety and depression and whatever else you put yourself through right now. So when it comes to different strategies, let's see, I'm looking at this again, taking care of myself instead of spending my energy spinning around with different strategies. Stop with the strategies too. That's all up here. All you have to do is really feel your feelings, get to know yourself, and I am simplifying it, get to know yourself and be true to that. And then you take action and you can do whatever you want. I mean, the world is really your oyster. And a lot of us don't realize that because we're doing things in the same old patterns, the same old way, and we never get out of it. So it is really to start feeling your feelings and get, okay, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling like the world is against me. So if I get deeper with that feeling, I'm going to get to the core belief that is driving those feelings, and then I can challenge it. Not challenge it by overcompensating or fighting it, but by having the courage, like I was talking about earlier, to actually do something that would require you to actually break a pattern. That would be you getting vulnerable. That would be you taking an emotionally risky action of some sort, okay? So that is the questions. Hey there, hey Laura. Okay, so I am gonna go ahead and uh, wrap this up, but basically, I hope that you're gonna join me every week. I am totally loving doing this. This is a lot of fun for me. And if you need more, you can always listen to my podcast. Those are available. I have over 200 and some odd episodes and it's on a variety of topics to do with emotional crap, okay? All right, okay, thanks you guys for tuning in. I'll see you next week, bye-bye. To find out more about Tracy and her podcast, visit tracycrossley.com. That's where you can sign up for her newsletter and information session and find out more about her courses and programs. The address again is tracycrossley.com. If you like the podcast, please leave a five-star review on iTunes so that more people can find it.